0: To connect to the community of the Endless Honeymoon Podcast and also to connect to your lovely hosts.
1: Welcome to the Endless Honeymoon Podcast secret dump. No one wanted to call it secret dump, but I said that's a funny name for a podcast and then everyone agreed and now it's a big hit.
0: What, do you think I was against it? I I think I I coined it. I coined the dump.
1: Oh, I thought I did.
0: You thought you said secret dump? Just think about yourself. Would you really come up with the phrasing secret dump?
1: Mm, Right? Maybe she was just, maybe our producer was calling it that.
0: You would call it like secret experience or velvet secrets or something like that. Caviar and secrets. Oh my God. Basically, I'm saying you're uh, an effete snap. Thank you. Honey. Yes. Are you stoked to get back to the real world?
1: Well, it's like kind of sad because I'm looking back and I'm like, okay, I was like working on a book. I think I did two chapters
0: at the pandemic. No, you wrote a lot. I got a lot done.
1: I feel like I relearned. I just started like relearning the G chord on the piano.
0: I learned C++, basic, and I've been able to, uh, I invested heavily in cryptocurrency. A lot of our of our mutual savings account I put into crypto and I, I lost a lot of money. So I learned a lot about the market and that's been pretty cool. Um, we did sets. We did stand up. We went to, into the real world and did stand up in front of people and uh, man, it was harrowing. It's a funny feeling to be like, I'm 20 years into something and I forgot how to do it.
1: But also you're doing it in a weird way. Outdoor shows are never good. And then everyone's got a mask on so you just see people's eyes.
0: Yeah, it was funny to do crowd work because that's what I do a lot in my act. And Be like, what do you do for a living? And be like, my first thing at
1: crowd work, I was like, hey, sir, uh, did you get COVID? And he's like, yes. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I mean, it's funny that you're like blaming <laughs> circumstance for that going awry and you're question had such a 50 50 possibility of being awkward i just hey sir did you get a debilitating disease oh you did i was
1: just i was just uh rusty and trying to say the elephant in the room which is like you know
0: found literally the (laughs) elephant Who could no longer breathe through his big old I
1: mean, uh, yeah, it was not. It was hard. You did great.
0: You did great. People loved you. I did the early show and I was a mess. I couldn't remember my own bits. I was like, oh my God, I got to go back to the drawing board. Drawing board? Is that what you say? Drawing board? Sure, honey. Yeah. Anyway, then I stuck around. You went home. I stuck around. I did the late show. Guess what? Do the words crush city mean anything to you? Do the words still got it mean anything to you? Do the words haven't skipped a beat mean anything to you? I was out there going, yes, I am a virtuoso. I'm ready to hit the road. And I am. I took some gigs. I called my agent that night and I'm, I'm hitting the road again.
1: Oh my God. I just realized something about you.
0: That I am very good at stand up.
1: No, you're one of those people that if you're, if you have a good show, then you're like in a good mood for like three days. But yes. Are you not? It doesn't affect me like that.
0: No. What about if you have a bad show?
1: It doesn't affect me
0: like that. What makes you happy for a few days? A good dickin'?
1: <laughs> <laughs> a few days? I don't know. I'm, I, I feel like I've never like, you've just been in a really good mood. Maybe I, that's why.
0: I'm just trying to enjoy my life. That You know what I realized recently? Maybe I've said this on the podcast before, but I don't know if this is positive or negative, but one of my core values is having a good time like really when you get down to it okay be be kind to people um you know do, do no harm
1: provide for your family
0: yeah provide for your family I <laughs> just want
1: to have fun
0: and have a fun have good a good time but what it's if like, that means like cheating on your
1: wife or something
0: but that's harm that is in the do harm category right that's why you keep that shit secret you never tell anybody and you don't admit it on a podcast but i just think having a good time is like I, you know, it's more important to me than leave a lasting legacy. Legacy's stupid. Everybody dies. And then what, what good is your legacy when but your to find good time being eaten by worms?
1: I mean, you're a sober person, so...
0: Enjoy. F- have fun. Get out in nature. See shows. Uh, you know, go camping. Go on vacation. Eat good food. Listen to good music. Love your family. Just have fun. It's like... N- it's not like wasting your time away with ambition and trying to be like the man. It's just like, even though unfortunately when I'm on stage, I'm like, gosh, this sucks because I am the man, you know? When I'm on stage, I'm like, God, I'm the man, you know? I am the man. And I pound my chest, I scream UFC, <laughs> you know, stuff like that.
1: You watch UFC.
0: I watched it last night.
1: You probably would scream UFC.
0: I maybe would if it get brought me joy. I think that's what it is. Cultivate joy in everything you do. That's why I married you, Natasha. You're a joy machine. Oh, thanks. You know who's really a joy machine? Our child? That little child of ours. She's like a pure tap. She's like China White of joy. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Now you know why people want to have a bunch of kids around them.
0: Right. I feel you. I never wanted to have many kids, too many kids. Like one I thought was maybe enough, and then we had the one. I'm like, oh, you could re- you could redo this experience and have more, but then you could also get like a real fucked up kid like I was. That did- I was not a joy machine. No? No, I was a misery machine. Hmm. So it's a gamble, but I gambled our fortune away with crypto, so I'm ready to do it.
1: Well, honey, why don't we listen to the secret?
0: Okay, fine.
2: Hi, you guys. So this is probably gonna be a little controversial, probably for the more religious people um, or whatnot, but so I was talking to this guy, he's Muslim. Um, we were together for about three years, um, and the whole time I was super with him being Muslim and he was, you know, super okay with me, um, and not being Muslim, but then I ended up getting pregnant and all of a sudden the next day after finding out that I was pregnant, um, it was just no longer okay. Everything changed. Our worlds were flipped upside down. Long story short, um, I ended up having the baby and he was in her life for a little bit and then he one day just decided out of the blue that he was like you know what no um we're not doing this anymore i'm not going to be in her life anymore but yet still wanted to be in my life and talk to me Um, mind you he does have a lot of kids that he all takes care of all his other kids very very well um but he's not you know with the mothers long story like i said anyhow um i was really starting to get super upset with him because he wanted to just keep coming over and coming um over when the baby was sleeping um and so one day he asked me to cook him something and um i'm puerto rican and so i made him something um that was pretty traditional um in my family it's called arroz con gandules it's like just rice and Pigeon peas is what it is, but um, it has a lot of pork in it, and I didn't let him know, and I definitely let him enjoy every last bite of that. And then I also looked up, like, stuff that had just pork um, as their ingredients. Um, oh, yeah, and I just fed him a whole bunch of that for about, like, uh, two weeks during Ramadan. Um, yeah. All right. Thank you.
1: Like he's like her baby and he, she's just feeding it to him. He's like pigeon peas <laughs> while he's in like a high chair.
0: <laughs> I love the idea of a full grown Muslim in a high chair being spoon fed pork.
1: I mean, this whole thing where he's like, OK, I I I'm, I am, still want to fuck you, but I no longer want to have responsibility it's for insane. the child. I bore you. It, that insane. to me, I, I could not ha- continue to have sex with someone like that.
0: Yeah. for the, That's the headline lady. Stop. By the way, the minute she said I'm Puerto Rican, I was like, oh, pork. Pork is coming. There's pork in this story. (laughs) Stop fucking this guy. Stop fucking him. I would. You need to stop fucking this trifling ass bitch. Unless he wants to take some responsibility
1: for your kid. And if he doesn't, then you need to move on and, and start uh, uh. a life for yourself because whatever happened, whatever reason, whatever your thoughts were that would happen, didn't happen. Mm-mm. Now you have a baby and you have responsibility to like take care of it. And Mm-mm.
0: No, you do not give up that butter pecan as the Wu-Tang clan would say. It is a no, lady, no more sex with this man. Don't forget the pork. Who gives a shit? This guy's not a real Muslim anyway. If he's having children out of wedlock and not taking care of them, what kind of religious Muslim ethic is that? that the, the, so okay you fed the muslim pork that's scandalous but the headline you gotta stop fucking that guy come on right i'm sorry i can't get over the butter pecan well yeah they said french vanilla white girl butter pecan puerto rican girl, i don't think you can say deluxe. any of those things moshe oh am i am i out <laughs> is are we not doing that anymore i'm not saying that the wu-tang clan said it but they were you know that's what they're saying french vanilla was white girls, butter pecan i believe was puerto rican girls and chocolate deluxe was uh was, was black girls.
1: So your advice to her is don't give up the butter pecan.
0: That's correct. Do not scoop that butter pecan. All right. Do not give I him agree. one of those 31 flavors. He doesn't
1: deserve it though. Fuck What's he? No. He's got tons of kids already and now he doesn't for And he's some... a
0: good dad to them but not your kid. <laughs> but you're but the then, one that's making him peas. But
1: then he wants to still fuck
0: you. What is he bop from house to house getting a <laughs> different meal made for him? She's making He's going to the French vanilla. She's like, I oh, made you a cheeseburger. He Goes to the chocolate deluxe. She's like, I made gumbo. Goes to you, you're like, I got pigeon peas. They're all feeding him pork because he's a fucking trifling bitch. I want to be a Muslim, dude. Find me any mom in America or in the world that is like, yeah, it's all good. You can just go fuck whoever you want, have as many kids as you want. You don't have to take care of them. You could go back and get served up, you know, get a meal and some fucking head. Uh Uh-uh. This guy's not a Muslim. He is a trick. And you need to stop helping him trick.
1: All right. Let's listen to another one.
3: Hi, guys. I, for the longest time, was like, oh. I can't believe I don't have a fun secret to tell any, to tell them. I wish I had like a good secret and then something I must have buried deep, deep down to just stay hidden forever came out. And I remembered that when I was younger, I was probably like, I know I was older than 16 cause I was driving. My cell phone broke and my older brother had an old cell phone that he gave to me uh, while I was like saving up for a new one. And he gave me this new phone I, like, got in my car to go to a friend's house. I was, like, messing around on the phone, figuring out how it worked or whatever, and I opened up the camera roll, and there was a video of my brother masturbating, and I, I saw that with my own eyes. That's by myself. Nobody else saw it. Nobody, I've never told anybody. My brother and I are not close, and now I'm like, is that why we're not close? Is it because I'm just so horrified and disgusted by this i don't know i hate it it makes me wish i was dead um so yeah there's my secret i hope you enjoy my inner family trauma big fan of the podcast love you guys thank you yeah you just
1: have to get over it
0: yeah did you watch it to the end that's the question on everybody's (laughs) mind (laughs) <laughs> Did you immediately stop the video? Because if, here's the thing, if you, here's why I think this person's a little suspect. Because if, if you saw a video of your brother, right, jerking off, you mm-hmm. would immediately go, oh my god, Throw the phone on the ground. It
1: kind of sounds like she let it play for a while. Yeah,
0: that's why she's like, it plays in my mind every time I see him. We're not just like, you watched it to the end, you fucking creep. Or
1: maybe she watched it like just to really verify
0: it was him. Why? Wait, why
1: was there a video? Why would you
0: need to verify who it was?
1: Why was there a video of him jerking off on her phone?
0: Was it on her phone? Or maybe,
1: maybe she borrowed his phone right he gave her his old phone but why was he that's kind of gross that he's you like you think
0: he like loaded it up he's like maybe she'll like this
1: no 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 but i do think i don't want to say gross but i do think that's a funny young thing to do like i'm going to videotape myself masturbate it's he very naive. sent it
0: to a lover or something
1: i know but couldn't someone like find th- that seems like something you wouldn't want to put on your phone
0: that's true that's true
1: i mean that's 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 worse to me than any kind of photo or
0: is it a some footage of you jerking it yes. i hear that
1: <laughs> but well,
0: listen get over it. who cares everybody jerks off you do too i mean it's like whatever yeah what, what does it matter it's not that gross
1: even your great grandpa could
0: you okay jerked he, it. here's a way your great grandpa did jerk it and we have the video proof to show it by the way here's a way you could get over it if you send the video to endless honeymoon pod at you know i'm just joking don't do that i think that's a felony um should, let's play another secret
2: Hey, Melissa and Tasha. I feel like I've seen
1: you guys in the neighborhood. So, hey, neighbors. Um, Anyway, my secret is that I worked for this huge bitch for four years.
3: I quit in 2019, and during the pandemic, I was going through my
1: cards saved in my Postmates because she would sometimes say, uh, like, pay for... um, our lunches, um, not because she's nice, just because she could expense it. Anyway, I noticed that her card was still saved to my account, so I started ordering very expensive tequila, and she didn't notice, so I kept ordering it for about six months until the card was declined, and um, I don't feel bad about it. She's a huge con. I would do it again. Anyway, bye. I just don't think ways like this work to get revenge.
0: Well, you get tequila. It works to get tequila.
1: It's not a worthy thing to want to get. Tequila? Just tequila for yourself to get drunk. And then also you could get arrested.
0: Right. It's true. It
1: just feels like so high risk. I I would never put myself in that kind of risk.
0: Can I ask you a serious question? (laughs) Yes. Have you ever heard that song, Tequila? (laughs) Where it's all tequila. Have you ever heard that?
1: I'm just saying. I'm, I'm with you. But it seems like people get something out of depriving someone of like something like she was she liked that she was this woman was paying for this
0: people feel powerless and they want to find power where they can i
1: understand that
0: yeah and you know what tequila makes you do though Hmm. upload a jerk off video that you accidentally give to a sibling so be careful out there guys (laughs) natasha yes mosh do you think you want to do another stand-up set at some point in the future
1: i don't know that's what I was trying to tell you earlier. I feel like I haven't now now everyone has to enter society, but we haven't quite processed what we've been through.
0: You think your material must needs to I need to process a little bit. Be COVID related?
1: No, I just think everything feels like like a new, I don't know. I haven't been thinking about a lot of non-COVID things. <laughs> well,
0: you know what I think member earlier member earlier. Remember when I said member, I just cut the r off and made it more casual. Remember earlier when I said my ethic is all about joy? Mhm. I think, now this is a rare, sincere moment for old, from old MK. I think that one of the beautiful parts of our job is that we get to go from town to town and bring people a joy experience. When somebody comes to a show, and the show goes well, uh those people had a great night just because you got up on stage grabbed a microphone and started telling jokes and you brought those people a fun experience like oh we had so much fun last night went and saw this great comedian natasha Legero. she razzled and dazzled and they don't give a shit if you're talking about covid they're just like wow she brought us joy and i am grateful to do that for a living
1: she's like hey sir do you have covid
0: no <laughs> she brought us joy she rem- reminded <laughs> uncle tito that he almost died last year but you know what though we're joy machines. We're just like we're just like our kid. That'd be nice. Joy on tap with Natasha Lagero and Moshe Kasher. And if you want some of that joy in your life, come to our live show on May fifteenth. I'm
1: getting excited about it. Uh, I'm not Me quite too. ready to do it live, but I think this will be very fun because I think we can all process together our uh, our emergence into society. And uh, we're gonna take questions. We're gonna have some. Uh, it's gonna be fun. Some speed counseling
0: yeah it'll be great and uh, it'll be great. And, it'll, and if if a friendship you, game if you guys laugh enough at the at the online event we're doing maybe it will boost N- Natasha's confidence to the degree that she'll get back on the road and come to a theater near you and we will make more money for our child's future college fund oh uh, yeah
1: because we just read that that statistic
0: what statistic that, oh that um yeah, well, they I just heard a, this American Life episode, because I'm white and it's legally binding that I have to listen to every episode, that uh, it was a special on college admissions. And they said that if you go to an Ivy League school, your chances of reporting back financially successful and happy are one in three. If you go to a regular university, it's one in six. If you go to a community college, it's like one in 600. And if you don't go to college at all, it's like one in 3,000. How fucking depressing is that?
1: Yeah, your kids have to go to college, I guess.
0: I guess, or we have to change the whole system, but it seems difficult to do that. Anyway, the point of all that is, if you don't come to this live show on the 15th. Our
1: child will only have a one in, in 6,000 chance.
0: That's right, chance she won't go to college at all.
1: Of being happy, even so if please, she goes to community college.
0: I went to community college.
1: I went to state state school.
0: Are you financially stable and happy?
1: Yes, but I, but I got lucky.
0: Yeah, well, I got lucky. It wasn't.
1: Too. It was Ivy League is like one in five or something. But then when the state school it goes down to like one in twenty-five, I think.
0: Well, this has been a fun statistical analysis <laughs> of the systemic pr- problems in uh, upper education. But Natasha, yeah, I'm happy that you're happy. You bring me joy, and would you like to know why? Why? Because I love you.
1: I love you too.